Talk Recorded live. Welcome and good evening to Lauren's uh, podcast. Today is Sunday, August 27th, 2017. We're starting our call at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And our topic tonight is the end times, the last days in which we're living, and how it correlates and parallels to ancient times, times that were forewarned in the Bible as well. Uh, tonight's call is more of an interactional call with my callers. I do not have a pre-scheduled speaker tonight, although I am very open and interested if any of you um, have some great information to shed upon the end times. All comments, questions, remarks, and opinions of my callers do not necessarily reflect my personal opinions. However, however, I personally do feel that uh, information is terrific and there is a lot, and I mean a lot, that we can learn. So you'll never leave the table, um, you know, not understanding. I think there's um, a lot of things that we can learn from each other. So. Um, with that, we're getting ready to begin my call. And let's kick it off. Last thing that's our society, our rules, our laws, our freedom, our actions political, social, spirituality. We just try to get through the day, don't we? The end time. Those of us that follow God say that our Messiah will return. He's not pleased with our society. We've pulled away. Made God the background instead of once the foreground. Are we repeating ancient times? Those twin cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, where strangers feared for their lives. Children were many times violated. Women taken into captivity. Servitude. Rape. Lawlessness. Corruption. Are we in fact living in those times? Do we sometimes stop, look up at the sky, and question and ask ourselves, what is going on? This targeting that we're put in, this electronic dog sound that those in higher powers look the other way. Neighbor is against neighbor. Child against parent. Church against their parishioners. These were forewarned in the end days that it will take. Many will turn away from the church. Many will turn away from righteousness. Greed and defilement will become up. Righteousness and truth will become against the law. Are we living in the times in which truth is now bad, but that is now good? Are we in fear of our lives? Do we question the life our children would have? Is this just in our country? 
We divide ourselves constantly. Men hate women, misogyny. Black hates white. White hates black. Young hates old. Divide and conquer. But look around. They're taking us all down. Get wisdom. The time is now. The now. Are we in the end game? Again, good evening. Welcome to Lauren's podcast, The End Time. I welcome you again. And I open up the floor in the calls. Do many of you ponder, are we in fact living in the end time? Is it beyond our target? How much of a part of that are we facing? Targeted individuals, as it was said in the Bible, is nothing new. Many were persecuted, religious, sometimes stranger entering a particular city was persecuted. If we look back in the book of Matthew, Jesus was persecuted. There were a lot of lands, I want to call it cities, territories, by boat. He literally got off and turned around and got back on that boat. It was a land, a territory, not favorable for him. Have we experienced moving some of us into territories that were less favorable than others? So quite frankly, my experience has been their fault and quite unfavorable. These are the questions that plague me. Have many of you come closer spiritual because of this storm we have to endure? I wonder sometimes when I was even highlighted, targeted at first, I wonder sometimes if this program tested my faith, wanted me to pull away from God, Yeshua. And yet, I am more loyal than I think I've ever been. I think sometimes it's the only thing that gets me through the day. we have a chance of freedom? I think so. But with patience and more importantly, with truth, things can be overcome. At this time, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? Yes, I'd like to speak uh, about what you were just talking about, the end times. Go ahead. Uh, I believe that we're in them. I don't know what to what to what degree, but the problem is, um, as far as biblically speaking, is uh, the ignorance of the church. As you said, many people are being run out of their churches. Um, uh, parishioners are turning against you know their congregants, and all of this is going on in fighting in neighborhoods. Just like the Bible says, mother against daughter, daughter against son, uh, son-in-law against 
daughter and all of these type of things. And the problem is, is that the ignorance of the church, most people just go into church, they sit down, listen to their pastor, and then they walk out and there's no changes. They, don't, they, they think that they're Christians because they go in and out of church. And there is this joke in the Christian community, but it actually carries weight that if you were to um, interview a lot of Christians um, and ask them a uh, uh, who was Noah's wife? They would say something like Joan of Arc, and that's a joke. But but it's true. Most Christians do not read their Bible. They don't know. They you know because if you if because if there were a lot of true Christians, they would see what is going on in the society, how torn up the family, the community, the church, everything is. It should not only be uh, brought to light to targets. If people were truly Christians, then the uh, people would see what's going on. And what bothers me is that a lot of pastors have the audacity to, rent, to mention names like Corey Tim Boom and Dietrich Bonhoeffer. These are the times for people like that who stand up and uh, stand up for the persecuted people. And there's nobody doing that for us. Us targets are trying to open doors, knock down, kick doors, and there's nobody behind us saying, these people are telling the truth. Let us help them. So, um, you know, people are spiritually blinded, and that's another avenue of um, – blindness that we have to uh, work against because um, it's keeping us in this program. Leave your right, Kansas. You're absolutely right. And in, and sometimes in this program, our church, you guys, used to be like sanctuary, a place that we could feel, you know, we, we used to be able to feel pretty safe, correct? You know, I, I used to feel safe. I did. And that's the last place. Do you know that's the last place I ever thought that um, I would be treated badly uh, out of all the places <laughs> since being targeted? I never, never thought that the church would also participate. That's a good way to put it. Participate. Some of you that don't get that at your churches, you're very, very fortunate. You're very, very fortunate. I've experienced that, and it's um, many will have great deceptions. You know. Many. And then where do we turn for that spiritual guidance? I suggest small groups in which, you know, we, those of us that have the faith can read the Bible and still continue, you know what I mean, to worship. That is me that many of us don't feel comfortable in the, in the house of the church anymore. But I, I still feel that uh, prayer groups groups are important, especially in this storm. We have to wither. Have you found that for yourself, Kansas, or not at all? Uh, I think that that's a great suggestion. If you can find someone who is not going to be contaminated because they try to keep you so isolated that it's even difficult to find small groups. Maybe you can do small groups of like-minded people who like to worship and read the word on the phone, but if you're targeted, they try to um, uh, tarnish your reputation with every person that you meet, um, even one by one. But um, I wanted to say something else. Uh, because I have been, and like she said, anybody who's still going to a church who is targeted, you're very blessed because I've been out of several churches. As a matter of fact, the this uh, targeting program is so insidious that they actually even um, switched out a pastor just so a pastor could run me off. You know, I had just gotten baptized at one church, and then a couple of weeks, just weeks later, they got a young man in there who's who's bought, he has a handler, and he, he did something very disgusting in the church to run me out. So um, it's like we have nowhere to run. No, we don't. 
No, we don't. And yet they with this program they 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 want us to, but I'm just thinking as we follow the word of God, stay still. You know what I'm saying? Let all this static madness, drama just go over our heads. Stay stay still. And and what I mean by staying still, you can stay still the quiet place in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And still get up in the morning. If you have children, get your kids ready for school or if it's in summertime, you can still clean, you can still do errands, but stay still. They can try to get us to participate in the drama, but we don't have to. We don't have to. Mm-hmm. Well, they I want to take us from that quiet place always, that centered mm-hmm. place, you know? Well, I don't go to church, but the church is definitely in me simply because the church has been infiltrated with New World Order. So wherever I uh, went to, um, it seems like it was the same old thing. And I come to find out that now they have been infiltrated by, by this plan, and they are actually carrying out this plan in churches. So I keep the church in me, and I make sure I do my reading. I make sure I do my Bible studies and my prayers. Even if I don't have no one to do it, I know God is with me. And God will send you someone. God will send you help. He will send you a prayer partner. I have um, connected with so many people um, over YouTube and over these talk shows. We pray together sometimes. We talk to one another. We share scriptures. So God will send you somebody to have a prayer meeting with. So it has to start with us first. And if we got to do it by ourselves for a little while, then we just do it by ourselves. But just know that you're not alone. God is with you. And while you're reading the scriptures, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you and speak to you and direct you, and, and, and he'll give you everything you need. So we have to start with ourselves. And that's where God had to let me see that even though these doors were shut, even though these pastors was not receiving me, even though these Christian witches were trying to do everything to run me away from the church, he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me, and he sure got me in his word, got me praying like never before, um, doing things of God, helping other people, doing my, my mission that I need to do. So God is with us, and it starts with us first, and that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. You are so right. You're so right. I, that's one of the purposes that's driven me also to this call. Um, and I hope you guys can, um, when you get the opportunity, either review, talk to, or pass calls. Those of us with a spiritual base, I feel it strongly in my heart. That, gives, that really does give us the armor of survival. You know what I mean? Um, let me tell you what this program is and the powers that may be. We call them groups. We can call them higher powers. We can call them the elite. We can call them the New World Order. We can call them the Illuminati. We can call them Boo Boo across the street with his weapons. We can call you know what I mean? There's many names. Cliques, secret societies. Let me mm-hmm. tell about all of that, all of that is mercurial. That will change in a season, but God will stay the same. He does Amen. not change. All Amen. of that will change. People that followed these groups 20 years ago fell out, too scared to get out. 
they can have it. They're in more of a servitude, slavery, than any of us can imagine. When you open your Bible, when you get on your knees and pray, I want you to know something right now. You are free. Amen. No grand wizard is running you. No high commander. You don't have to do certain X, Y, and Z to get this job or this other promotion. You don't have to sleep your way to a position. Amen. You don't have to placate and put a bunch of mendacity, which is lies. Stay true. God stays the same. Never question is he not here. He's here right now. He's with us. He's here to protect us. There will be many calling his name. What do they say? Dressed as sheep inside ravenous wolves. We have to be cautious. Targeted individuals. I affectionately call us persecuted saints. Saints is both spiritually, saints is both morally just a decent person. We have infiltration on the outside as well as the inside. God does not give us a spirit of fear, paranoia, Delusion, junk. Toss that away. Stinking thinking. Drop it like it's hot. I'm not lying. Stop all of that. Doom and gloom. We won't happen. Looking for a hero. Look to God. In my opinion, hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay? Because all of us. <laughs> All of us right now is a hero, heroine. <laughs> uh-uh, hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. It's nice what you're going to do, but we, we have the power within us. The end time. This plan, this agenda, has it been successful? Well, some of you may be even more versed in the Bible than me. I believe book chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, God gives us blessings, but he also gives us curses now, doesn't he? Okay, and many of them. Have we went against our land? Yes. Have we become a slave as a lender to the borrower? As a country, we just borrow, 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 or dream up money to print. That's not very righteous and noble. We'd be unholy, unthankful if we moved to Timothy too. Are we disrespectful to our parents, grandparents, boss? They become hostile. Some of us, even if we're blessed to still work at the workforce, but I've had my experience of working thirty-three point five years, and I've seen a lot of things. But it got to the point I realized now that I can call it what it is job mobbing when all of a sudden you know without a doubt you are being blacklisted if you still work when other less qualified people are now even promoted over you as a boss. Even now, some of us that are looking for jobs are blacklisted. Do we not walk out of bureaucracies and agencies scratching our head? What is that idiot doing behind the counter at Wells Fargo? I, I don't understand. Wait a minute. That looks like a criminal in the hospital. 
Look around us. They have this agenda, this new world order has suppressed and put down decent men and women. God-fearing, educated, decent people and promoted their own perp or perp children or perp grandchildren. When's the last time we've really been in a store, in a bank, in a social security office and we feel like we were handled regular office professionals? These are the parts of the end days. The wicked will even help the lower levels to become in control. I'm sorry? Have we been living in the times of Sodom and Gomorrah? Can any of you, in your own experience, count ten just men? And that means mankind. That could be, you know, Human being, male, female. Corruption at every level is at its highest. When corruption is at the highest, lawlessness follows. That's been since the beginning of time. The twin city, Sodom and Gomorrah, had that. Ancient Rome had that. If you speak of the book of Daniel, that statue, while we're not at its feet, when the iron and clay intermixes, the iron and clay, well, we know without a doubt, iron would be the Roman Empire, one of the longest empires that was under rule. And it was very defiling. Not only did it have a long rule, ancient Rome was despicable. But this newfound clay, they will be both strong yet fragile. I believe the clay is the king of the south, which will be our Middle Eastern region. As we're looking in our end days, parts of the Quran are being preached upon in the Vatican. In the Vatican. Are we not seeing Revelation, the four horses, the riders of those horses? Are they not riding on the center stage of our world? I believe they're here. Are we in the end times? Has that fifth seal been opened? Many questions yet to know. First world countries have laws that protect freedom of religion. However, I never anticipated this covert agenda that we're all put in. Yet in first world countries, a lot of people are being persecuted for various reasons. And that also makes us wonder are they not the end times? The world appears to be turned upside down. What was once evil is now considered good. What was once evil is now, excuse me, what good is now considered bad. Are those kings surrounding Israel in fact? I believe they're on center stage. Oh yes, I think they're here. Then this reawakening of the occult, there will be four, am I right, vile, wicked demons that look like frogs from the dragon, from the false prophet, from the beast. That's the reawakening of the occult. Don't we see actually the influence of the occult with its designs and hand signs? in our media, in our music, in our movies, 
do we not have satanic cults that are prevalent around the world? It's as if to be a member of the new world order, you will prosper. You will be protected. And not to be a member and an outsider, you shall be crucified. I ask you again, are we living in those end times? Are they spiritually set by God right now? Are they manufactured by our folks? Does anyone have any questions and comments? I would love to hear your opinion. Four apocalypse forces raging, charging on the world stage. So first be a white horse and will be given to him a crown and a bow out to conquer to conquer. Uh, that opens up the things. Is that the Antichrist? I don't know at all, but I'm just going by my processing of information. Is that the Antichrist? Is that the New World Order? Is that secret societies? Whomever the rider on this white horse is a negotiator. It's going to enslave nations and lands. It's just not going to do it by force. That comes with the rider on the red horse. Wars. We all know that. There's been wars in our lifetime and even before across our planet. The black horse with scales. A day's wages will equate how much you can afford food. Are we not seeing that in Venezuela? What about the storms and hurricanes? our brothers and sisters in parts of Texas recently, Hurricane Harvey. Will this not impact food such as cattle, the price of meat, and perhaps crops, and perhaps even oil uh, rigs? I believe they have a lot of agriculture in the state of Texas. The pale horse of death and hell, a strange disease we know a lot of being persecuted states, biological agents that are killing, vaccines that are making our children slower and not necessarily. There's a division and conquer of us, for that matter, of society. Add in social engineering, it's death. Do we not have enemies that live on our land, but are quiet soils that are both against America and Americans? Those that live among us may not be with us. Human trafficking was rampant in ancient Rome as it was World War II under the Hitler regime. We just go about it quietly. Our mainstream media does not disclose a lot of information, but I can assure you Human trafficking is an epidemic. Vectors are coming out, but not fast enough. I'm impatient. We all feel sometimes. But in these last days, the power of prayer. Prayer prayer can change things. Prayer can move things. The storm 
that we live in, we feel it's cold, it's rejection, it's degradation. But through prayer, we can endure. Doesn't mean we don't get harmed or hurt, but we do not get broken. And that is what the enemy wants from us, for us to be broken. We are not that. We were never that. We still have a spirit and belief in God. He will give us a spirit, as he has already, of resilience, of active activism, of closeness in the community. Love one another, you bet. But what I'll vote for is loyalty. Trust me, every wicked, nefarious group hates loyalty. But those of us that still have family and close friends intact, is it due to love? Maybe. But I'm going to take my bet. You have loyalty. That is a bond. That is a covenant that cannot be broken. I want to see our community have loyalty. We will not harm one another. We will not be false witness. We will gather and always stay loyal to our cause of fighting this cause. Is there any preparation of this end time, of this storm that we're swirling and living through? Absolutely. Steadfast. Prayer. Stay closer to God. Continue to have faith. It is quoted, faith without works is dead. And work without faith is sacrifice. Choose obedience, not sacrifice. Choose obedience. Does anyone have any questions or comments or concerns? I'm not going to read something from the chat. Um, We're going to keep this as positive as possible. If anyone has any information they'd like to add tonight, this time. I could go on, but I don't really want it to be a personal party with Lauren. (laughs) That's pretty boring. (laughs) Would anybody like to testify of their faith at this time and how it's strengthened? Hi, Lauren. Hi, Donna. Donna? Hi, yeah. Hi, how are you? Uh, I, I am so tired. I feel like I can hardly hold myself up. And there's no reason for that to be. Um, I don't know if it's frequencies or what. But I'm trudging through it. I, I'm not going to give into it. Um, I, you know, I look at people that are in the program and they just receive the Lord and, phew, it, 
it seems like it's really I don't know if I if I had to become a Christian with what's going on right now it would have to be God just slaying me in the spirit because <laughs> um, I know all the different changes I've been through um, through my life um, asking the Lord into my heart at ten and a half and then getting raped at about or 10 and then getting raped at about almost 11 and um, stopping church and then young adulthood becoming a Mormon for nine years and um, I wasn't grounded in the Word so you know you're open to a lot of things if you're not grounded in the Word and anyway God miraculously delivered me out of nine years of Mormonism and um so I rededicated my life about 1976, and it's been pretty much, it's been totally in my heart and my beliefs, but it took a long time to emotionally catch up to it, grow into it. And um, I look at people that are receiving the Lord now, and they haven't had the opportunity you have all the Christian experiences with different Christian people and pastors and learning the word being preached and all of it. And I think, what would that be like, you know? I mean, it would have to be like a super fast encounter with God. Yeah, and it took me, true. yeah, it took me like um, a lot of, in order to really, really, really get off the middle of the fence. Mm-hmm. And meaning middle of the fence, like when I could go and sing in 60-man choir at church mm-hmm. and get fed word and go to a Bible study, um, rather go over here, and it wasn't anything like bad. It was just a diversion. Maybe it was a concert in the park or something which is, there's nothing wrong with it, but, I mean, just a lot of choices along the way. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and not that they were all so innocent as that either. <laughs> um, but I, I had a friend that kind of for years kept me, and I wonder if she was a handler now. I, I really, really wonder. Wow. Um, yeah. And, um, but, I, you know, she just kept me, away from going further and further into the life of God. So when this thing hit my life, I thought I was a lot more integrated with people than what I really was. And um, the other thing I found out was that people that I thought were my rock of Gibraltars were going through enormous problems themselves, and they couldn't even handle more problems not most of them. And then if you don't even know what you're going through, how do you mm-hmm. handle it at all? Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, that's why I think it's so important for us to educate people, whether they accept it or reject it. It's kind of like sharing the gospel. Um, at least they know now. And uh, it wasn't like they'll be totally asleep if something hits their life. Um, I just put on Facebook today, uh, a post to a pastor that I've known since, um, oh, probably around 
76. And um, we're, we've been friends on Facebook for two years. Um, and I, I wrote it. I didn't hesitate this time. I mean, I've been sending them things right along and everything, but I'm getting so bold. It's like I'm trying to do it in a really loving way. But, you know, I, I'm sitting there writing this, and I'm thinking, uh, he just may not want to be my friend anymore. I don't think that that's going to happen because I know he's kept up with other things on my Facebook. But, you know, you still have, I just lost a friend um, last week. And um, so, I mean, you know, you're putting your, you're putting your life out there again. I do understand that, Donna. I do. And it kind of hurts, you know, when you, when we lose friends, you know what I'm saying? It hurts. Mm-hmm. It does. I got it to does. the point where I told her, I said, you know, if our friendship is based on me not being able to share my experience and what I'm going through, and I have to hide it uh, from you, and, can't, and our friendship is on the line, if I talk about it, we're not friends, I don't think that that's a very good friendship. And she doesn't think so either. And we're not, like, mad at each other or anything. It's just mm-hmm. I understand she she uh, she's, she and her husband have worked really, really hard all their lives for what they have. And uh, they don't want to put it at risk. And that's that's the hard part for us is that we don't want to see them have to put it at risk. But and it, and I'm sitting here, it doesn't look like that they're at risk. But everything I'm hearing and reading, everyone's at risk. I, I do believe so, and this tells me to have to say it this way. This um. Donna, do you ever feel this way or anyone? It's almost like we're put in this program. It's testing us, but in essence, it's testing everybody, isn't it? You know, for their character, for their friendship, for their loyalty. I think sometimes we think it's, it's, you know, because we're living and having to go through this. It's about, but I think it's testing everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. I, too, have lost friends, uh, a lot of um, external family. I still have a good rapport with my biological sisters. Um, but I think for that matter, definitely my younger sister lives with me. She's taken um, in this program as I am, all the way up, everything. The U.K., everything. You have to to watch or be involved with Well, you're involved with each other, right? We live together, yes. We have for a long time. We're very close, and we still pray and worry about our sister, the uh, middle sister between us that's so far away. But she knows everything, too. So she gets it a little bit. And she calls it the spooky spookies, little break-in, things missing, um, followed. And what my sister and Callie always get is um, kind of with bureaucracies and restaurants, bad treatment. And she says, oh, that's what they're playing now. Let me, you know, treat you as the bad guy. So she's getting more mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I do believe they're, I think everyone's targeted to a certain degree. I, I think our... You think I, I broke, yeah. up, you broke up 
I think everybody, to a certain degree, is targeted. I definitely think they target our family and close friends. I think they are. They just think it's bad luck, like we thought. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I, I, I think that they're messing with my head right now, but uh, so I'm having a hard time keeping a train of thought and saying what I really want to say. But um, I think that I'm almost to the point where I go, gee, are they allowed to live like that or are they allowed to have that? Or, you know, I look back on my life and I've been a hairdresser my whole life and I, 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 it was, it's a gift. It was definitely a gift. Plus I put a lot of knowledge and work into learning more about it and everything. And I look at how hard it's been for me to stay floating as a self-employed hairdresser. And um, I, I think back on all the people that have tried to sabotage me. And, you know, you sabotage a person's income. You know, you sabotage their ability to be with their children more. Uh, you know, it just affects everything. And um, you have to work harder. You're too tired to go to church. You know, all kinds of stuff. And... I always pictured that they were doing this to, like, politicians and big business people like that. I never even thought that it was, like, amongst us little guys. Um, but I think it, I think that so many people are hooked up to this program that they are pulling a lot of strings around people, and they don't even know it. There's a lot of rackets that's swirling us now. I'm not going to lie, and um, I, I do um, hope you guys can. Um, when I have Professor Martinez as we continue, there's a lot of rackets over us. I'm going to tell you that. So um, they're making uh, all roads lead to money now. That's what I, you know what I mean. It's it's still a you know a money thing. You know what I'm saying? If we think it's just Boo Boo across the way shooting his weapon for the fun of it, uh uh-uh, uh, Boo Boo is making some money. And he's just a scrub on the low level. This keeps going up various levels, uh, and it it seems to touch every facet of society, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I hope and and pray that things are the tide will be changing, but I don't know, Donna. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't either. I I don't see it. I I mean, it would be nice to be able to believe that, but. It, mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I mean, it's not even fantasizing, is it? No, it's not about fantasizing. And I, I meant what I said it's, at the beginning of the call. The way I did it at the very beginning. I, I got in 15 minutes late. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Well, uh, like I'm saying, is it impossible? No, nothing's impossible with the faith of God and prayer. Um, like I said, we are being infiltrated, with, which we know of our boo-boo and our perps who, who bug us, as well as sometimes in, in, in these groups and stuff. I'm telling you, these groups move in and out. They're going, everybody's going to tell on themselves. We don't need to get all weird. Is that a purpose that they will tell on themselves? When this opens up, they can't wait to expose the TI perps. Oh, they're going to love to do that. You know it's a hateful program. They're going to enjoy that. Oh, well, I haven't thought it through so much, so... Uh, it looks to me like that if they come forward that they're in jeopardy of dying or something else more miserable. You know, I didn't think about that. But trust me, without a doubt, um, 
most of us have had our identities stolen. They are. They've been stolen. There's a lot of racket going on. Um, They make us go through a lot of hoops and jumps to get our our rightful governmental benefits. A lot of us have been cheated out of retirement. We're blacklisted when we want to go to medical facilities and hospitals. Come on now. All of that under experimentation. No, no, there's some rackets going on, without a doubt. Organized crime is definitely present. And its key players are from all walks of life, okay? Because... You know what I mean? Some of my yes, groups look downright yes, criminal. I knew that intuitively. I mean, I I'm, I was like totally naive. I mean, I thought it was like across the street and uh, in the movies. But, boy, I mean, it was too enormous what was happening to me, and I knew it wasn't, as you say, boo-boo across the street. I knew that. I And, and just instinctually it came to me that this is organized crime. There's no, and I, I mean, I was watching it happen right before my eyes. From the guy that drives the trash truck to uh, the local mechanic. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's everywhere. And uh, these guys have their own good old boy system going. That's for sure. And they're not going to let anything get in the way of their agenda. But uh, you know no. what? What makes them think? that people aren't going to go back like Clint Woods and round them up and put their butts in a sling. What makes them think that that's not going to happen? Don't they know that? I believe that that, um, um, a lot of the lower levels against us guys are are more slavery than we even are. They're owned. Okay, I'm going to say it. Stamped and owned. The minute they step out of line, most of our criminals are going to go right back to jail. Uh, uh, yet I think there's some good, oh, so I hope, there's some good people. Right how to torture us. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> really. I go back to school. <laughs> you know. Um, they can with this high identity theft if they're working if they're working under a high identity, but they can't if they get that biometric, which I hope I do hope President Trump does pass through. That's kind of hard to fool, you know, an iris scan and stuff. That's gonna get it's getting a little hard now, and you know, biometric fingerprints and stuff. That's kind of hard to fool, facial recognition. So that'll be you know important. Do I believe there's a lot of imposters at different levels? You bet. I feel that a lot of doctors I've encountered with my sister or nurses, they weren't, you know, straight. Like okay, criminals, thugs. Yep. They have, if you look and how they're taking, look at what they're doing to a lot of solid middle-class communities. When this infiltrates like a cancer, look how it's bringing, look at our, just look at our neighborhoods, look at our cities. This program breeds poverty, crime. Oh. Uh-huh. Everybody that's halfway in the know wants to go for the money, the love of manna, uh-huh. filthy lucre. Uh-huh. We are becoming, we are Sodom and Gomorrah. Can any of us count 10 righteous individuals that would say no to this? Most of our job places that uh, if you lost one job out of work a few weeks, you'll find another job. Most of these places of work has turned gangster. When you go to human resources, there's a head over human resources. His nephew works in accounting or her niece works in, you know what I mean, procurement. I mean, they're they're all interrelated. They're treating 
job places now like mom and pop all in the family is hired and most of these people all in the family are criminals or highly highly unqualified for the job they get Mm -hmm. haven't you walked out of banks and stuff and realized how did that idiot get hired Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a hookup guy it's a it's called it's called the mob hookup there they have suppressed and they're holding us back all the credible educated people for these positions have been pulled and this is the garbage they're now hiring oh well in my case it was just uh who's hooked up they're they don't like the competition yes this one place i worked at they did everything they could to get me out of there and um my business just kept growing and growing and and they thought, you know, they. I went to work there. It was way below what I'm, my uh, professionalism is. But I love the people, and they were really the clients were really good to me. These people that that own the shop, they uh, they tried everything they could to get me out of there. And so they thought I was just like them. And pretty soon, I would stand there and I think, my gosh, that's not just like me talking all around this place. And and when I went there, they didn't care who had a name or anything else, just more or less, give me your money. And uh, so then they started watching me, and they could see, oh, yeah, there is kind of a difference, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, and, and it's sad to say, but, you know, um, there there's jealousy elements everywhere. I, that's part of it. Um um, those were things that were discussed that I want to bring into um, what you're just mentioning, Donna, to bring it into the end times, to bring it into the things that we're discussing that are done upon us is nothing new. It's as if every civilization repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a modern society. We don't have to go uh, a few miles to get our water and stuff, but the the human condition has not changed or shall I say evolved we just have modern appliances and assistance I think the technology if it was used great would be wonderful I've always thought with technology I you know you can replace the records now and with the cassette tapes and now a CD oh great I can store so much I don't have those albums but I always thought it was to add on not to completely eradicate and replace so now we live in this technology sign like at the end times will come we don't talk to each other. We conspire. Those conspire in secret against us, don't they? Blocking our ways, watching us. That's illegal surveillance. False accusations and slander to destroy our credit, to destroy our reputation. Saying it's lascivious things that none of us are. We're very decent, upstanding American citizens. If those that were born of this soil are in fact a part of this and are for our foes, this is in fact a technological type of civil war. You've come against your brethren. Mm-hmm. As they say, a house divided will not stand. Look at our condition, and God says, "I will, I will send a stench." upon the land in which other nations will hiss. Are we a superpower anymore? Are we a joke? Are they laughing 
at us. We used to be a superpower with military. That's been eradicated. We always used to put, or the only thing we really see God a lot is in God we trust on our money. But to mention his name, many are afraid. As many were afraid to wish each other Merry Christmas. I will take what? A stranger from another land and put him over you. Are we, in fact, owned? Is that also part of this agenda? As in the end days? They've taken everything from us, as Donna expressed. A lot of our, all of us work very hard and we're very good at our profession. It's as if this program has taken the best of the best hair designers, teachers, scientists. I'm only just naming a few. Whatever your profession was, I know you did your job the best. I sure did. But they wanted to always, I don't know, I've never understood that before, sort of harass and and take out that A student and promote the D student. We were all in school and stuff. We we learned, our parents used to tell us, don't hang out with those D students. Get up and go to the A students so you can learn if you're struggling in a class. Are we, in fact, putting, look at, look at the end times. Is this what Satan wants, evil? We can dress up. The words can sound real fancy, you know. Social engineering, politically incorrect. Just go ahead and just pull that curtain back, and all you're going to see is Satan. Now, they're going to make the words sound all pretty and fancy, but just go on and pull the curtain back. Satan, evil, you know, anti-life. There are. This world is it's different. And yet with this targeting, do many of you feel as if you have me in this almost the fun house? Remember that in the music park, in the fun house and all the ghouls or whatever? You have me on this road of this fun house, but where is regular civilization? It's as if I have to live in a parallel type of morphed universe. And then if this is all geared by the dark power, Lucifer, you know what I mean? Is this his creation? You know, I just question that. Really? Collapsing the best of the best, promoting criminals, lawlessness, corruption, dreaming up money at the drop of a hat and keep spending it. We're broke. Both monetarily ethically, morally, spiritually? How much lower does this really go? It's kind of subterranean, the lowness of it. And yet, through the power of spiritual belief, we can overcome and expose. I was a little girl and my parents did not participate in civil rights, but through my own process, I believe any activism is and will and always will be successful with three ingredients. And that is exposure, outrage, justice. Keep 
we keep getting this out, that people that are not aware, as we once were before we were targeted, they, their whole expression will be outrage and the justice follows. Because of all, you know, everyone knows they're in the know. There's no, all secrets have been revealed. The justice is right, it's going to fall at the same time. They could, I don't think the higher powers could stand the embarrassment, the ridicule. Our justice will come swiftly. I've heard there's a lot of good activism in our community, and I salute and support. Keep going on with our plan for exposure. Don't worry about boo-boo. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about what you haven't. I haven't talked to my mom, and she, she doesn't believe this. Your mom will come around. Prayer, answer things. Prayer for those that were close to us, that they begin to see too and wonder, why did I drop that person based on a slander? It's not the test that they're better than us. The test, we're all being tested. It's the test on them. Am I too better than this? Will I forsake my brother based on a lie from a stranger? Yes, it may have a badge. It may seem of authority, but is it authority? Is it dictating to me how to think, how to feel? I came into this world anonymous, autonomous. We are not slaves. Men will attempt to enslave another man, but we were not born slaves. Mind control, junk. It doesn't work. We're already set. They're wasting their time. Look how much they still have to stay on us. It's not successful in itself. It's not successful. You cannot change a person who's already been set. You cannot. It's impossible. And um, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? Would they like to address at this time? We'll take a break for a second. Sex slavery and trafficking. So exploitation and utilization of a human being by another human being. Do you sometimes think traffickers are high criminals? They look like pirates. No, I don't mean to disappoint you. They live in communities, working class, middle class, upper class. They blend in. You won't really know. With the use of electromagnetic weapons and do, 
a new found form of sex trafficking, sex slavery, the news. Every young woman who sent our prayers out to her, she's going to give us a story so we can understand the solution of basic crime. Join me every Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Talk Show. We address the dark matter. It's not that I love him, but darkness has attached itself to me. We must not be afraid. We face everything candid and honest, like we face the day and night. A huge number of women of color are sex trafficked. They're marginalized. Annual salaries, marginalized. It's easier to get. These women are enslaved in bondage. As a community, we must come together and discuss the fact of that. Keep the date Saturday, 8 p.m. Talk to you. Call number 144771. Your host is Lauren. Always direct. Always fresh, always progressive. Any questions or comments and concerns? The topics that plague our community, our targeted individual community, they are in fact weapons. But also, I don't want us to lose the major factor, money. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, all right. I don't believe this. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, guess seven. Oh, my God, Lauren. Those high school drama classes really paid off. Guys, I never took drama class, okay? I did not. I did not take drama class. No. No. Um, actually, I, I took uh, music, to be honest with you. I played the violin. I didn't take drama class. I took, I took music and French, okay? I'm not an actress. <laughs> no. Ask Donna when she finally getting hitched to Jimmy. When the big day? Anytime this decade? Oh, Donna, are you getting married? Oh, Donna, are you getting married? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just been, like, so hard. Everything's been so difficult. And, uh, Financially, it's, you know, we're looking at different insurances and different things because when you've had everything taken away from you, um, the state is pretty good in ways, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, that's that's what we're doing. I mean, we finally got moved, and it's just kind of been one thing at a time. Well, um, uh, I wish you and the rest of the community, you and James, are really, um, we'd love to hear it when you guys hitch up. I think that sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Doesn't that, yeah, doesn't that weather the storm better that you two are together? Isn't it better? Well, I know he needs me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I need him. It, there's nothing worse than uh, a single woman being out there running around crazy. <laughs> And yeah. uh, 
I I really don't know if I would have lived if James hadn't have stepped in. I really don't. I mean, I know God's good. <laughs> I had pretty much run out of resources. Yeah. Um, well, yes, we had a um, speaker last night, Marnie, about social engineering, and that's their main po- purpose, especially when it's uh, a female sex trafficking. And hers is a little bit on unu- how they like to do it, the protocol. Um, there's several um, steps. You know what? I, let me avenues. say something. They tried, they tried the sex thing on me, and I wouldn't have a thing to do with a man for 14 years. I didn't know what it was, but instinctually I knew something wasn't right. But a lot of it was that I just purely turned my life over to God, and I told him, I guess it was after my last divorce, and I just told him, I said, that was in 2002, my last divorce, and I just told the Lord, I said, you know, I'll never try to pick out another man. If you bring somebody to me, I'll consider it. Please make him handsome. Uh, you know, that's funny. But, uh, that's, that's, that was my thinking. And I had a lot of guys being thrown at me during those 14 years. And I knew none of them were what God wanted for me. So um, this program is definitely created by the most evil of evils. I know that. That's all. I just wanted to share that. Okay. I'm glad you did. And guess, Levin, you got your answer pretty soon. She, her and James will announce um, their happy day for us. Well, we send our prayers. And uh, again, TIs that are married or in relationships, again, that's a blessing. You know, safe. Uh, again, the complete isolation is a vulnerability uh, there. And that can, um, that's what they want. Can be a travesty. Now we're getting back to these uh, these end times. That fifth seal. It's not a horse, a black horse, the pale horse of death and hell. And then I will offer up the saints. That that will be religious people will be persecuted, killed. I always think. That can't be so. Still in America, we still have laws, freedom of rights and religion. But something hit me today before I did the call. Wait a minute. This program is covert. Could Christians be murdered in a covert manner? Thus, in fact, the fifth seal is opened. These are the things I read. I happen to be religious and believe in Yeshua. But even if I wasn't, just pure critical thinking, giving me the tools of the Bible, and I parallel to the living last days in society, how it's looking, what it's resonance of. Are we not in the fact that information will spill like water? I believe that's the Internet. The truth will be revealed so much, yet, Mankind will turn its head for a lie. Are, in fact, our targeting, is it out in the open for all to see? Perhaps as a target, the last four years I've been naive thinking this covert secret thing that no one's in the know, but maybe a lot of people actually are in the know. 
Maybe I wasn't in the know until I was targeted. Do you understand? Are we the last to know because we're targeted? You know, it's almost the reverse. I know this agenda wants me to go emotionally off-kiltered, but I'd be darned if it's made me just uh, thinking. Let's put it this way. When I go to sleep and I'm tired, let's put it that way. It makes me think, 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 overthink, wonder, ponder the mysteries. Are we, in fact, as targets, the last to know? How many know about this? Do they know? Does anyone have any questions or comments at this time? Does anyone have any questions or comments about that? Hold on. We have Northwest Indiana, Northwest California. Hi, Northwest California. Go ahead. Hi, hi Lauren. Thank you for inviting me on your call. MF Linda. Hi, EMF Linda. I'm, I'm in, listening to you, and it's good to hear uh, Donna. Also. It is. It is. Uh, I'm just wondering um, about how many people are on the call, call park. About 17. Oh, great, great. Uh, interesting, uh, you know, uh, you, you're, you're a wealth of knowledge. I already knew that. Highly educated. Oh, shocks. <laughs> I'm modest. So anyway, um, that's about it. I'm just enjoying uh, listening. Um, of course, like everybody else, wants to, wishes that, wants praise for um, relief. And I'm with you. I'm glad you mentioned outrage, exposure, and uh, justice. Actually, exactly. when you mentioned that, <clears throat> I pulled Those a Those are outrage, justice. Mm-hmm. I'm all, all for that. Uh, I, I got the outrage down past touch. Uh, <laughs> but I pulled a book off my shelf uh, that's called American Nuremberg, which is just exactly that. It's bringing the policymakers that, that have uh, uh, brought this about American policymakers, justice in a court of law, like Nuremberg, written by um, a professor at, I think, San Francisco State University, uh, Ruth Gordon. Uh, I, uh, I figure you're probably a reader, and you might might find this particular book interesting because of the, the idea he puts forward, you know, in print. Uh, how to, and the idea of bringing them to trial, you know, Bush, Cheney, and so on and so forth. I would be, actually. What's the title again, Linda? Uh, It's called American Nuremberg. American Nuremberg. Put that on the chat, too. By Ruth. And her last name is Gordon, G-O-R-D is in dog, O-N, is in Nancy. And it came out uh, last year. 
Okay, American, everyone hear that? We have an uh, opportunity to um, check it out. I think we all should. American Nuremberg. I believe these violations are in the Nuremberg Code. I do. These are uh, crimes against humanity, without a doubt. For sure, for sure. He also wrote a book uh, that I'd never heard of it until I was just l looking at it again uh, about uh, torture. Um. Um, there you're using torture on us, yes, as they did in... Um, that's a part of the end times too since the beginning of time. Um I have um wait to another series. I kinda wanna research it a little bit more. I I'm I'm almost thinking these weapons are of um ancient times too. But I wanna look into it a little bit further. Well, I think they've been tweaked up with the technology, but uh, I think the gist of it, electromagnetic and how they're using it, um, some things have been used um, during the ancient times of um, Egypt, actually. But I I'm, I'm still want to search, and it gives me a few days until next week to search, um, you know, a couple of um, sources to check out. Uh, I stress it enough, and that's why I scratch my head. I know it feels what we're living in, the storm, it's all newfound, and we live, we can only live in this, you know, our present time in which we're living in, but I can assure you there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. Um, things, uh, we live in a modern society with appliances as such, but the human condition has not really moved. Because a lot of it is it's, it's a male-dominated. That is the big bugaboo right there. Uh, we need a, a huge cultural shift uh, so that we have a, a, a more female uh, uh, women's values of, of caring for, nurturing, and, and uh, looking into the future instead of, uh, instead of uh, uh, doing things just because they can, you know, making things blow up, bombs and, and technology. They don't know guys. They don't know when to stop, and they have no idea about the consequences. They don't care beyond, you know, the, the paycheck that they're getting. But a lot of them don't well, know. Well, yeah, the, the corruption, the love of money has really just polluted and convoluted a lot of people. The love of money. Well, it's also a big a big problem is putting uh, men in charge, giving giving away our power and letting them run things. The male mind is, uh, is just... Hellbent, uh, it seems to me, and I'm talking generally, not not. There are plenty of right-minded men in this world, uh, and um, for that matter, probably uh, 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 plenty of uh, wrong-minded women. But uh, it, it is a uh, major mistake of having having uh, uh, men in charge of uh, uh, policy making and just everything, because they don't think. You don't think you don't think ahead about the consequences of what you know the policies that they implement and the technology unless that's it's for a uh, control you know and that's the the way it's going is you know controlling mind control uh, uh data mining asset stripping uh, I don't think this is the future that we want uh anyway i'll uh Linda, oh, Linda, hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to 
uh, interject something there. Um, there was this pastor, he's very renowned, and he went to, um, I'm not sure, it was. It, I think it was in Europe this happened, and uh, people from all over the world showed up there from priests to pastors to evangelists to Buddhists to anybody spiritual that had a spiritual uh, bend on their life that way. And it was with a lot of dignitaries also that were there. And I can't think of the meaning, but, uh, the name of it, but people show up from around the world every year at it. Well, this man went and he said that he was a very grounded Christian. He said that what they're trying to do is promote uh, Mother Earth, Mother This, Mother That, and feminize the men and uh their agenda is not for uh, the more masculine way. It's more for the love your mother earth kind of thing. And I wish I could explain it better, but it's been quite a while since I heard it and understood it better. But that is the reality, and there, it's kind of like Bilderberger, but with a spiritual sense to it, um, where more more spiritual bent on it. So um, that that also is a spin on what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Donna. Um, uh, with that, I want to um, open address something else. Many of us have been um, perked in our churches. Let me keep drawing into the end times. Uh, spiritual, there will be a separation, Deuteronomy chapter 28. A separation, those will flee and leave the faith and will be replaced by a universal doctrine. Let me kind of go into the spiel of what I hear when you just uh, YouTube or flip your, your channels on TV of uh, today's 2017, you know, various religious stations. I'm going to give you a spiel of how they really sound. Yeah, we're all on different paths and roads, but we're all going to heaven. I, it's in newfound religion that they're having right now. It's, it's basically to sort of like take God out of it, put what I'm going in, and God will accept it. Again, it's, it's, it's moving God out like archiving him. You know, you can go in the back, but this is my thing. I'm taking over, and this is what we want. Um, again, that eradicates fear of God, fire and brimstone, which does exist. Uh, it creates a huge gapping of understanding for human flaws. It sort of puts the human being sort of over God, like I'm running it, really, and the creator. So um, with all that vast thing, you know, most people feel, I feel like I go to church and it's just, uh, do I have my new outfit on? Can I see what new outfits I'll see? Uh, some may think it's a great networking venue. I need to drum up some business. Let me go to church. Uh, sometimes feel people feel like it's a part of my, you know, it's Sunday and it's what I do for a few hours. I've got my feel of God. I'm fine. And then, okay, bye. You know what I'm saying? Have we muddled down? And again, and have we accepted other religious doctrines and replaced it? Again, in ancient Jerusalem, 
many of the Israelites wanted to prosper, they began to listen to Nimrod, the temple of Baal, in which children, infants, were sacrificed. They also followed too, with the insatiable greed to prosper, they put down their cot in their land to pick up another's practices and doctrines. That temple of Baal was resurrected. It actually was in ruin, which would be the present-day country of Iran. Is it Iraq or Iran? It was dug up in the teens by uh, archaeologists from Germany. That was put back together because they have the actual base of the Temple of Baal, where you can see many films of Hitler. So when this is going, you might as well say it's the Temple of Satan. What was swirling around, people said it was more than just anti-Semitism. The hatred and defiling, the experimentation, the human trafficking, it was geared. It was the, the entire regime was, it had a fueling of satanic. Yes, yeah, a satanic fueling of it. The fever almost. In those end days, if one disagrees or one party against another one, are they not feeding a frenzy that's going around? Or do we in fact have free rights and liberty? Perhaps as targeted individuals, we see that clearer that it has been removed, more so than others. But isn't there, is there quite a little takeover away, as many virtues away from that America has taken away? I pray for our community. I pray for our country. I pray for understanding. I pray more importantly for truth, even though it can frighten me. I may not have a night of sleeping well. With time, I know it will bring freedom to me. I know it will. Are we being punished by falling away from God? Does anyone have any questions or comments? Please start. I want to bring topics that are not addressed, topics that are hidden, socializing groups. I dig them. I like them, but not at the expense that I'm going to go along to get along what everyone wants to talk about. It's as if I will say, I wish you well, but I've got to keep digging for the truth. How is this black ops money really made if our own country is trillions of dollars in debt? Come on now. That money is made by human trafficking. Of course. What if a college student, a foreign national, a politician, all in the same mafia clique. That's too much diversity. What else would they have in common but money? 
How big is that? Is the funding of the New World Order based on slavery? That just said it. Because I'm trying to keep figuring out where's the money coming from. A lot of uh, neighbors that we question, if you search just the address or where you live, I'll notice a lot of neighbors have side businesses from their residence. That's not only a tax front, that's a trafficking front. Okay. Here they have several names. You can also do a address search of neighbors nearby. You know only two or three people may live in the residence, but yet it lists like seven or eight. That's, uh, you know, identity thefts and occupancies. A lot of people go under a lot of names to uh, for information or to get checks that have been stolen. Also through names and addresses you can find out in your local registry, do you have any registered sex offenders? That played in the end days. This ain't, this ain't nothing new. Sodom and Gomorrah had just about all, I think they were the creation of pedophilia. It's just that ancient Rome learned the art of it and how children were young and used. They, they took men into hard labor or killed them or threw them to the lions in ancient Rome. And the women, females, were taken for sex slavery to serve their domino. Social engineering is like this humongous hand over a human being that whatever time or stage figures out in its mind, I'm going to, you may be on your path to being a mathematician and they want to create obstacles, setbacks in your life and I'm going to turn you, social engineering, farming you of what I want you to be or not to be. It's taking away possibilities, goals, outlooks. These are questions that I present to you that I want you very much to think. Spiritually inclined is wonderful, but even those that think know there is some parallels. Read a good source is your Bible. Uh, is this America? What is going on? Okay. I'm at the point if you belong to a certain group, there's no amount of violence you can do. You pretty much have a green light on, but the innocents are locked up in jail. These are the end times. Innocents will remain in jails, trumped up charges, slander, lies, persecuted. Yes, this is nothing new, I'm sorry. But maybe what Simon Wiesenthal always said after the Second World War, matters that are not discussed will be brought up. Did he not always say that? I don't know. I don't think I coined that right. But I'll get to the quote. I believe something like that. Matters that, that are easily forgotten are easily repeated. That's right. That's what I was saying. Matters that are easily forgotten are easily repeated. Uh, some of you do even a brief search on Germany pre the Nazis. It was a democratic country. Yes. They started taking rights away. Yes. 
high poverty, social assistance, yes. Thugs in the brown shirts, which we would think of now as the gang stalkers, boo-boo, as I like to call them, yes. Promoted within their ranks and replaced. Decent Germans were replaced out of their jobs. And if you had the backing of it, or you were, you were now the new mail carrier or working in the bank. Look at our bureaucracies and agencies. Are we being handled by regular Americans or thugs? Look in our hospitals. And does the work suffer? You bet. When you're not qualified to really do a job or expertise or have the mentality of a criminal, the, the workplace suffers, of course, of course. How many of you been gang stalk off your jobs and had the opportunity to hear about or go by a prior employer? It suffers. Isn't it in the dumps? Not producing as well as when you once worked there? Good people make things flourish. Always remember that. Touched by God, then touch is good. But this is the new world order, and I don't see any good. A lot of times it's hard to even find a decent restaurant, isn't it? Those are the times in which we are living in. Is there any questions or comments at this time that anyone would like to address? I want to thank you for joining me tonight. And uh, as a reminder, um, pretty much I'm always going to be on with my call on TalkShoe Saturday nights, and I'll do my very best, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to have a speaker. Uh, if I can work it out in my schedule, I'm trying to see if we can uh, work out a call uh, maybe Wednesday, uh, 7 or 8. I'll try. And definitely I enjoy the end times, uh, Saturday, Sunday evenings, and I will be looking for speakers. Let me announce if there's anyone that has interest uh, in the end times and speaking, um, please let me know. You can always... Uh, Reach me at, uh, if you're on social media, Facebook, you can always reach me, Kay Whitfield, no photograph, Northwest Indiana. And I would love to have you on the show. Um, I want um, matters that uh, plague our community, and I want uh, insight and knowledge to always be passed. I want to see us grow. I want to rid us of forced helplessness. I don't buy that crap, and I don't want it. And I don't think any of us want it. So I would love that. Again, is there any issues anyone would like to bring up at this time? I'm going to go ahead and unmute the room a little bit. We're going to... Um, Commence very soon. Oh, okay. We've got some questions. Hold on a second. We've got Pennsylvania. You're first. Welcome, Pennsylvania. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Okay, my name is Alicia. And, nice um, to meet you, Alicia. I'm Lauren. Nice to meet you. Okay, uh, nice to meet you as well. And I just wanted to, like, briefly talk about my up-and-coming event that I will be having in Philadelphia. Is that okay? That's fine. 
Okay, it will be October the 10th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in Center City, Philadelphia. Um, it will start from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. We will be going to, um, like, the federal building. We'll be in front of Fox 29. We'll go in front of City Hall, ACLU, and um, two police departments, you know, and we'll basically talk about the issue that we're, you know, that we're currently dealing with, targeting individuals, and we're going to ask for it to stop, you know, and we're going to get out there, and if anyone is all is welcome, everyone is welcome to come, and we ask people to bring flyers, uh, bring signs, and come out, you know, if you want to have wear a T-shirt, and just come out and support me because, you know, this. I'm trying to do something. I don't know what else to do. And at least I'm trying to do something for the community. And and that's basically it. Um, do anyone? Do you want to have? Do you have any questions for me? Um, no, I I think I've heard it. And now you're gonna have Alicia. Um, you're gonna have a October fifth, two thousand seventeen. It's from seven a.m. to five p.m. Guys, and it's gonna be in Pennsylvania. It's October 10th. It's on a Tuesday, and it's going to be okay. in yes, Center City, Philadelphia. It's zero budget because uh, due to my targeting, I'm pretty much on the street, you know, and I have nothing. Oh so yeah, so it's it, we're not, you know, we're we're asking for donations if you can, but you're not required to do it. You know, we're not. Uh, you know, saying that that's a requirement, but we, we we want you to come so that you could tell your story. That we're going to get out there and we're going to talk in front of these places, and we want people to tell their stories, and we want to ask them to cease and desist uh, tar- t- torturing and targeting us. You know, because it's it's horrible, and yes, it I'm is. trying to do something. I'm trying to do some type of outreach, and the more that I do this, the more I'm tortured. You know, I have trouble. Yes, as a moderator, and me and I said, you're right. Everyone, I want you to know that even with now activism, active activism, there's a cost, guys. I'm not lying about that. It's a major cost. I'm hit very hard. I can't, I'm to the point now where I can't move anywhere. You know, I have to have somebody with me, and I'm getting shot with drones. I have drone attacks where they fly in all kinds of different type of uh, drone weapons, and they're, they're really shooting weapons at me. Every time I post on my Facebook or my Twitter, now they block my Twitter. And I posted my flyer on there, and I kept posting it and kept posting it, and I made a lot of comments. And now I have more stalking, more gang stalking. So I'm under more surveillance, and I'm getting tortured more. So I'm here with pretty much on the street, you know, and, I, you know, I love our community, and I want to do something. And this is this is this is what I'm doing. I'm inviting people to come here. I live in Philadelphia, and come here and talk about your story if you can, and support me and support me. And we have to support each other. People yes. that's willing to step out, we have to support each other because it's easy to sit there and you know get what we call Stockholm syndrome, the same thing that the slaves end up with. And then what they'll do to me is they'll knock me down. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a couple nights ago, I talked to Renita. Um, she was she was so helpful praying for me because I had just went to the store, you know, to get my dog some food, and I mean, I, I was tortured severely, 
just walk into the store. I can't even open my door and walk down the street. When I open the door, I'm electrocuted. Walking down the street, I have drones flying over me and shooting weapons. People walking around with handheld weapons shooting at me out of their cars and their vans. You know, I mean, this is this is it's really bad. Some people are really experiencing it. So we want people to, to try to fight for themselves some type of way because it's good to have the cause. I'm so grateful for them. However, we have to do more. We we can't just sit there and sit on the call and talk about it. It's good to talk about it. But we have to actually put our resources together and come out and help each other and get along with each other, learn to like each other, regardless of our race, our socioeconomical background. We have to learn how to get along with each other and, and work together and help That's each true. other. Very true. Um, Alicia, do you have uh, the information of your um, uh, fundraiser where people can send funds or in your Facebook page? Yes. If you don't mind, can I come back one next week because I'm trying to get there. Do you know every little thing I I can do? It will take me a while just to be able to do that, like a couple of days to get that done. I'm telling you, it's really bad for me, and I'm I'm with no income. I couldn't even get to get food stamps, food anything, take care of my children, nothing. I have a pet that's severely tortured, all her hair is falling out, I might have to, I'm just going to take her to the SBCA, children is tortured, every, you know, I'm dealing with everything here. So everything is hard on me, just oh the God. very littlest thing, the very littlest thing that a person can do, I have heavy, heavy people on me here. For some reason, I don't know why they come after me so viciously, because I'm a, a very loving, caring person, kind person, law-abiding citizen, respect authority. What is it about me? Why they want to torture and hurt me so bad? I don't understand it. And I have, uh, again, nonstop drone and aircrafts and satellites all around the back of my house. They look like little stars. I, I, you know, I try to take pictures with my smartphone, and I, you can see these these weird aircrafts. What do these aircrafts have to do with me? They are shooting weapons inside of my body. They are shooting me with weapons, and it's excruciating, extreme, excruciating pain where you're just like on the ground begging to die. They hurt so bad, and and it's wrong for them to do this to anybody. I couldn't do that to a rat, a lab rat. They treat us. They treat me like I'm a video game. Like they can just shoot, 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 shoot. Where I have no feelings. I mean, they shoot me out the door all the way back up. You know, I'm losing my home. I can't go around any. You know, I can't go to people's house because of the smart meters. You know, they use the smart meters against me. And so much radiation I've been shot with. My body is just so sensitive to it. So, you know, I can't even stay outside because the drones fly around. I'm hiding. You know, I'm, it's hard. It's really, really hard. So uh, I will come back on. I will have um, a PayPal or some type of GoFundMe page to get people to try to whatever they can do, you know, um, whatever they can do, if they can consistently, if whatever it is, I will appreciate it. And if they can come here, that's even good, better to come and talk to me, talk in front of these places and tell them your story and what you're going through so we can kind of make this like a some type of history. We have to find a way to, to, to do something. I don't have all the answers. 
I'm not trying to be a leader or anything like that. I'm not trying to overstep my bounds because I know people have been trying to deal with this for a long time, but I'm just trying to do something because I had to try to find a way to save myself and help myself. I had children that depend on me that depend on me and need their mother, you know, and I'm, it's nothing that I'm doing that's a threat to anyone, and I can't even open my door and go down the street. I mean, I have police following me around, I, you know, and I've always been a law-abiding citizen and had much respect for authority, and I can't go the way I have uh, black helicopters flying over me, shooting me. One of them shot me in the back of my neck. I mean, this this is crazy. So, sure. we, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not trying to over-dominate the call. I'm just trying to, you know, do my best, my heartfelt message, to let's try to work together and try to do something together. We sometimes have to link up. Sometimes you have to help people. You know, people do try to help me, and I, I'm thankful for whatever they can give me. Um, Renita, she sent me something. She didn't have much. She sent me something, and I was able to get some food to eat. I'm out there with no food. I'm running the streets at night trying to duck drones and satellites and gangs of people uh, following me around in cars. That's insane. It, this, is a, this is insane. These are lunatics. These are insane, psychopathic people. That will heart that will will take you out with this type of technology and these weapons, and and I don't know if this is experimentation or it's just darn right persecution, torment, and all of the above. You know, so we have to do something, and you have to support people that's willing to take the risk. You know, when I'm taking a risk in Philadelphia, standing in front of these places, knowing that these people are you know are doing this to me, they don't want that information out there. And I'm I'm taking I'm risking myself, and I, I'm hoping that I can make it through this. You know, I'm serious. And definitely next week, Alicia, please give us your information and your GoFundMe, and I'll stay in touch with Renita in case she'll let me know if you get it uh, sooner. And we'll pass yes. out around the community. Thank you so much, and save the date, everyone. That is October 10th. In Philadelphia, and we're going to get all of Renita's information and also um, Facebook. Uh, page. Did your Facebook page open? Me, yes. Alicia Ogburn Ogburn. A L I C I A. Last name is Ogburn, O G B U R N. And then Ogburn again, O G B U R N. And I'm also Alicia Ogburn 4 on Twitter. Um, so I'm blocked out of that. So um, just go to my Facebook and I'll try to make the PayPal. Get in contact with me. I'll call back next week, and I'll stay in touch with Renita. I think I'm so hate, thankful for her, and she gave me the number and told me to go ahead and call in and talk about my story and to talk about the event. And so I want everyone to feel comfortable with me. I'm very easy to get along with and come. I have no kind of biases. I have no attitude or anything. I'm a very humble, loving person. And I just want to embrace everybody, hug you, and say, come on out. Put your signs up. If you have flyers, you know, of information, bring it. I have no income. I, I can't even make a flyer. I'm that bad off right now. So um, if you could bring flyers, that will help me. Okay? Okay, then, and everyone that has social media, we're going to take her name slowly. It's Alicia. And it's, you said Ogber, O is in ocean, G is in girl. B is in boy, U is in union, R is in Robert? Yes, and N is in Nancy. Okay, immunity. 
Okay, thank you so much, Alicia. And give us some more information. Uh, we're saving the date, and that's going to be October 10th, 2017, Philadelphia, yes. October 10th. And she's going to join us next week and uh, bring us up to date with all the information, and I will pass it out on my calls if you get your um, your GoFundMe uh, to try yes. to send you a donation to uh, help you. My God, thank you, Alicia. All right, thank you. Okay, Kansas, go ahead, Kansas. Hello? Kansas, you're on. Oh, hello. Yes. Um, man, I was listening to Alicia. I forgot what I wanted to say. But um, I'm sorry if you took up some, you know, oh, no, I call it, you no. know, we need to be, I'm trying to turn everything down, uh, be very uh, expressive about what we're going through. And she's facing a hard, hard time. And so, um, you know, a lot of times we don't hear the um, urgency of the situation. We have people who get on and talk, and they come on again and again, but you don't hear a story like Alicia's where the mm. situation is so is so imminent. And while she was talking, I just an idea came to my mind, and um, it has to do with a few people who are speaking about the urgency and also that we need to get a little bit more radical. And as she was thinking, another idea came to my mind as we were talking about uh, you know, biblical things in the Bible. Um, I know we have a hard time with this community with getting people to go to Washington or the city council in large numbers, but I was thinking maybe, you know, some of these mega churches, well, most mega churches reach millions and millions of people. I wonder if we could um, organize something to where uh, we can get a group together to maybe go to um, a mega church where um, a pastor is very, uh, you know, proactive in. in issues of um, dehumanization and disenfranchisement, and if we would go in a group and maybe speak to the uh, the pastor of that church, maybe he may give us a format or a form to where we can speak to people. I think that That's might be a idea. really good idea. I think it is. I think it is. We should, you know, those are things we want to bring because we have to help each other. Thank you, Renita. That's an excellent idea. And thank you, Alicia, for giving us information, and we'll follow up next week. Thank you, Natalie. Does anyone have any questions or comments or concerns at this time? I'm going to mute the room and commence with a prayer. I want to thank all of you for joining me tonight, discussing the end times, how it parallels their actions ancient times, their actions present times. Evil has always existed in the world with good. Spiritually, it's said Lucifer has full power and dominion over the world, as he also took one-third of the angels. All I can stress and say is stay close to God. We are the persecuted saints. We are slandered. A young woman has to fight for her life. And yet I know with active activism, I will let you all know when we have the illegal alien mafia. Many of us are eligible for a lot of governmental benefits, food stamps, Section 8, um, treatments medically with children, and we're withheld because that governmental package has been stolen from us, our identity sold. Not only is this identity theft, do you understand the protocol? They step, they want to step into our lives. That is one of the reasons we are blacklisted, gang stalked, persecuted, 
denied medical, adequate medical treatment. They want to keep us starved and hungry until the body and the will and the spirit breaks down. I can't stress it enough that we, sometimes I wonder if we're on some type of kill watch, kill zone. We're in danger. I can't stress that enough. We are. With that, with that, as they call it, um, I'm dropping the mic. I think we're all tired. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay optimistic. Good night.